to Pit Stop. We're back in the UK. We have made it home. Let's go. Back in Blighty, back in London. We have been on another trip once again. Pit Stop's been traveling. This was quite an incredible adventure. There is much to talk about in today's episode. We left you guys Friday night. We were just about to go and see Mariah Carey and the Jersey Boys. That in itself is enough. <laughs> but there is a lot to talk about from our trip to Qatar. It was rather something special, wasn't it? It was special, like, by far, hands down, I'd say the best trip that we've been on yeah. ever. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't just the F1. We did so much out in Qatar that made this trip incredible, you know. And we'll go through all of that in today's episode. First of all, Max Verstappen, three-time world champion. That is... Pretty remarkable. Not only that, Oscar Piastri. We say this every week, but my God, what is that boy creating? He's turning into a monster. He got his first win in the McLaren. I know. He's, uh, you know, he's beat Lando to it, which is very interesting. And I don't doubt that Lando is obviously going to get like a ton of wins next year, but very interesting now, I feel. Yeah, it took Oscar 17 races in the McLaren to get his win, and here we are. You're not well. No, I'm not. I'm not. Every <laughs> time I come horrendous. off a plane, every time I come off a plane, the aircon. Is it really obvious in my voice? Yeah, I don't really. I don't know how. Like, I don't really want to sit next to you. We had a load of kids around us, didn't we? Oh yeah, we did. Kids carry bugs and screaming diseases and the shit. whole time on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. It was, yeah, not really. Going back to what you said, I think Lando will definitely get a lot of wins, but I actually think it's the same as Russell coming into Mercedes, where he was instantly better than Hamilton. Mm. Because you're able to adjust quicker. Whereas Lando's been at McLaren for a while, the car's like evolved, but slowly. Oscar's stepped in and had to like deal with what he's given. Whereas I think it's easier to adjust then. The car has stepped up massively. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like it's going to be, I think it's going to be impossible for them to not get a win. No, they'll, they'll definitely get some wins like, next year. Definitely next year, if not the end of the season. Because we've still got, what, four, race, four or five races left? Five races left. It's why I think they have the best driver lineup. I think they're actually going to push each other. And if they can maintain and stay friends, McLaren are going to have the best driver lineup. I actually think you could see McLaren win the constructors next year. Is it going to be a, a Nico Rosberg and Lewis Hamilton situation? Though? I don't know, but I think that's what F1 kind of needs. Yeah, I, think, I think it would be amazing. I think next year is going to be like really exciting. Next year in F1 is going to be mega. Guys, what a weekend. As you guys know, we were in Qatar with Visit Qatar. And we really did visit Qatar. I mean, we saw everything. We saw absolutely everything. Do you know what? It's been a dream of mine. To just go out to the sand dunes. Yeah. And we finally got the, the opportunity to do it. But let's start from the beginning. We had a bit of a chilled one Thursday night. Friday, Friday, Geneva Motor Show. Yes. Saw some very expensive cars. Fab went straight in the sim, obviously. They had an F1 sim set up. That was great. A lot of you guys know that we're not particularly the most car-y guys of guys. Now, we love cars, you know, as any other bloke does. But we don't really know the ins and outs, so luckily we had a few other people. We made some really good friends on this trip. Yeah, there was loads of people on the trip that are literally car experts. And me and Fab are walking around this motor show like, yep, that's got nice wheels. <laughs> that's a nice colour. Um, and like, there was some really cool technology. So there was like this, they had a car there, I think it was a Porsche. Mm -hmm. And they had this, it was like an iPad that had a camera facing the car. So it, it was, I don't know if it was AI or what it was using, but you could change the colour of the wheels. Cool. 
Yeah, really interesting. They unveiled some new cars. Yeah, we saw everything. The Geneva Motor Show was great. But to be honest, I was at the Geneva Motor Show so excited for Friday night because we had just been told that we were going to see Mariah Carey and the Jersey Boys that night. Now, it's not every day you're told you're going to see Mariah Carey, is it? No, and it's not every day that you're you're told you're going to see the Jersey Boys because we (laughs) had no idea who the Jersey Boys were. We turn up at Carbone, one of the most amazing places. They'd set up this, like, beach club in uh, in Doha, and there was loads of great people there. <laughs> we saw Mariah Carey. Fabs is obviously hanging his hand out, trying to... You did, did you touch Mariah Carey? She touched my hand. Like, she was grabbing everyone's hand. She didn't actually grab my hand. So I, I kind of, like... Stroked her. Stroked her hand a little bit. Yeah, there's a clip of it. So you and Mariah Carey are pretty good friends now, really. Didn't wash the hand. You know, I was, like, handing out sniffs. People were sniffing it for money. And then the Jersey Boys were on. Now, I've heard of the Jersey Boys, and my mum texts me saying she loves the Jersey Boys. I'd never heard of the Jersey Boys. So I assumed that the Jersey Boys were massive. I thought they'd have, like, four or five million followers Transatlantic yeah. international. Well, I, I actually received a message from a family member from America. You know, she's, you know, I think like one of my great aunts or something like that. So, you know, I was thinking if she's into them, yeah. maybe they were big in like the 80s or 90s. That's kind of what I was thinking. But then these guys come we're on stage and they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was like but I was so drunk that I didn't really put two and two together. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. And they were American. Yeah. So we thought they were singing with an American accent. They were talking with an American accent. Hello, welcome to the Jersey Boys. We go over to them at the bar. We start talking to them. Fab's talking to two of them. I'm talking to two more. And I go straight to this guy and I'm like, wow, you guys have smashed it traveling all over the world. Like, how do you stay friends over this long period of time? Like, I, I didn't realize that they were just like random people. They're from fucking Newcastle. Performing as. They're from Newcastle. <laughs> so I've made it sound like they're the biggest celebrities in the world. So it turns out Jersey Boys is like a musical. Yeah. And they're just different people performing it. But do you know what? I won't. No discredit to the lads. They were ledge. They were ledge and their voices were unbelievable. Yeah, they really, were great. Really good. Saturday morning, it's time for the Guitar Grand Prix. We turn up, we have Paddock Club. Absolutely amazing. Haven't I been in Paddock Club before? Sprint Race Weekend. Sprint Race, sprint race Weekend. Why do I always say that when I say waste? We have never, ever been and watched the Formula One anywhere like this. This is like the other side of the world. The atmosphere was quite something. First time in Paddock Club. The service was unbelievable. The food was unbelievable. I got the, the fillet steak three times. That's three times. of them. Three times. Amazing. They looked after you so well. An unforgettable experience. I don't think we'll ever go in Paddock Club ever again. Like, we've done it now. I just, it was just amazing. I mean, if we get invited to go in Paddock Club again, I'm taking the tickets. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I no. I wouldn't say no. Yeah, the people were amazing. Everyone in Qatar we met from, the people taking us to the races, to the people in the hotels, to just everyone we met was amazing. The whole experience was great from the second we got off the plane to leaving. But the race itself, Oscar Piastri going pole in a sprint whilst we're there was just pretty remarkable. Like, I can't believe that happened. And obviously, we then sneak our way into the paddock and we see Mark Webber. We saw Mark Webber. And I was texting Anne because that's how we originally got Oscar on the podcast. And I said to Anne, like, wow, what an unbelievable job. Um, and she was like, Mark's day. You should go and say good day. So we see Mark and I'm like, Mark. And Fab goes straight up to him. He's like, it's Fab from Pitstop. And I'm like, I was texting Anne. She said we should say good day. So I'm like, Good day. <laughs> we're just chatting with Mark. I've got to give a massive shout out to Aston Martin because we were with Paddock Club. We had a paddock tour, mm-hmm. 
And then we saw Mikey Brown, our good friend Mikey yeah. Brown from Aston Martin. And he was like, you know, go hang out at Aston Martin. So we had an amazing time sitting outside Aston Martin. Whilst we sat there, everyone was walking past that we know. So we stood there chatting to Michael Italiano, Ruth Bascom, Shy, Gnomes, Jess Hawkins was there. We'd never met Jess Hawkins before. Would love her on the podcast. I think love her. It'd be a great podcast. episode off the back of everything she's done with the F1 car. Amazing. Yeah, Aston Martin were great to us. Mikey. It is always amazing to see you. Wasn't just Mikey, though, that we saw in the paddock, though, was it? His shorts are really tight. He does have sh- tight his, shorts. I mean, he just puts it down to having, like, really toned legs. But I feel like Aston Martin have definitely given him, like, a size too small on his shorts. He's, he's, like he commented, he said he's got big thighs. Ah. Who else do you see in the paddock? We saw our good friend, the, the biggest star of the paddock. <laughs> David Croft. David Croft. <laughs> fab season walking and fab leisure. run straight over. Cameras out. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. There was a flower bed and I, I literally went full Team GB and I sprinted and I did the longest jump I think ever humanly possible. Crofty saw me coming, gave me the side eye. I saw his face thing. Oh, fucking hell. Here we go. So we're just strolling through the paddock and we see a familiar face. Where? There he is. <laughs> David Beckham. That's the one. Have you seen David Beckham? <laughs> we have. I met him. Yeah, I got a photo, yeah. You met David Beckham? I did. Show him the first. You want to see the photo? What did you say to David Beckham? I said, I, I said, this must get annoying. He said, nah, I like it. What? Just people coming people up saying, photos, have yeah. a photo? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. You know he lied. He probably did, yeah. He's got no idea. Um, but yeah, we saw Crofty, and it was just, it was a glorious moment. And Crofty couldn't believe that you had met David Beckham. Yeah, Fab met David Beckham. <laughs> we're in Paddock Club, and David Beckham just comes strolling through. Didn't even really have like any security with him. No. Um... And I thought, you know, maybe Jake's going to want a picture with him, but he didn't. Now, I'm not the kind of person who really wants pictures either, but I thought as he's here, you know, I'll get a quick snap. So me and my best mate, David, got a quick photo together. And you met David before, so this isn't the first time. It's not the first time, no. I don't know. David go way back. I don't think he remembered me. Did he not? That's strange. It's very strange, yeah. I did say it was fab from, you know, about 20 years ago in the Trafford Centre, but yeah. At this point, we should definitely give a massive shout out to Katie and Hannah from Visit Qatar because the trip they had put together for us and like the other 24 influencers was just incredible. Like, normally we go to the F1 and we have the most amazing experience, but we're there like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then we fly home. But this was like a whole week away where we didn't just get to see the F1. You get to soak in the whole, the whole country. So mm. you really feel like you're like on holiday there. But at the same time, they've got so many amazing experiences that we, we literally did just visit Qatar. It was, it was pretty wild. The city is mad. I feel like... The city is almost too amazing for the amount of people that live there because it wasn't like really busy. No. I mean, there's obviously a lot of people that live there, but it was quite quiet. So like, and it's like the safest country in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, people were just leaving like handbags or like valuable items just around on the floor and no one's going to steal it. I couldn't believe that. I thought it was amazing. It'd be gone, wouldn't it? It'd be gone and It was amazing seeing all the different people from around the world as well come in for the Formula One. You had fans from absolutely everywhere. We were really lucky because with Paddock Club, they had the rooftop, which means we could watch the races from this position that allowed us to watch all the way around the track. So Saturday was amazing. It was a great day. We knew that we had Oscar. Well, he won the sprint, didn't he? He won the sprint. So we had the celebration of him winning qualifying. 
And then he goes and wins the sprint. And everyone there was just like, wow, this kid, this kid, this kid. And we're sat there like, yep, we interviewed us coming. He signed for McLaren. The one thing that hit me was the heat while we were out there. It was like 40 degrees and it's so hot. That's why it's a night race, right? But I mean, I, I could barely stand out on the balcony and watch the race. Mm. Like we have to be in an air-conditioned room. So we were watching it on the screen in Baddock Club, which is ridiculous. And then you think, like, these drivers have to do 57 laps in a hot car mm. around this circuit. I mean, you saw them in the room afterwards. They were just like... Like, Oscar was on the floor. They were just knackered after that. Yeah, and that car with that race suit, it's just another another level of athleticism, really. It gives you, like, a whole other, yeah, level of respect for these lads. It's crazy. And then we go into Sunday... Max is obviously world champion Saturday night. Sunday was a great race. We saw more great people. Sunday night, back to Carbone, wasn't it? Back to the... Uh, it was indeed, yeah. Back to the big party where we saw... Who did we see? Wycliffe Jean. Yeah, and Neo was on. I think that's his name. Neo was on, but we didn't get there in time for Neo because we were still at the F1. No. So I'm a bit sad that we missed Neo. No, but Carbone was ledge. Like, really amazing place. And there were some footballers there, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you who did you Oh, mean? yeah. I saw Meza Ozil. <laughs> Mesut Ozil, that is like one of my old favourite Arsenal players. For anyone who's into football, when Arsenal signed him, it was like, oh my God, Arsenal have signed one of Real Madrid's best players. It mm. was huge. And the fact he was there, took a little photo with him. There was other footballers there. Ratty was there. Um, Tim Cahill was there. It doesn't really mean anything to me, to be honest. You saw like, Ronaldinho. He just put... <sighs> but you didn't get a photo. Anyone who listens to our pod knows that I'm a big big Ronaldinho fan like I'm not a football fan but if there is a footballer that I love it's Ronaldinho and there he is just walking through through the F1 all the celebs are out and about weren't they I didn't get a chance to say hello to him no like, I got a photo with David Beckham but yeah. I would have loved one with Ronaldinho Ronaldinho was so but they, swarm. they do say don't meet your heroes don't they <laughs> so maybe that's maybe that's why <laughs> you could have chased after him in the paddock. I could have, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't really feeling it. So the F1 weekend was obviously unbelievable. I'd say one of the best races, most exciting races that we've been to. What was your highlight of, of the race? Not even necessarily the race, but Lando Norris and McLaren have a new world record. The fastest ever pit stop, 1.8. That isn't slow. That isn't slow. And I saw a video of Lando on stream after that, that night. And he was like, I got a world record talking to Max on, on the stream. Mm. And um, they were just joking because it was like, well, did you get the world record? And Lando was like, yeah, like without me, it would never have happened. You know, I have to break at the right time. I have to go into the pits perfectly. And to be fair, that is true because he has to get perfectly in line. He yeah. has to break at the right time. And, and I saw a video of Cal from Red Bull. Yeah, on talking, talking about it, talking about it because they had it when he came on our pod. He was talking about how you know Ferrari had the quickest pit stop this year, and they and Red Bull wanted to get it back. Red Bull got it back, and now McLaren have got it. Yeah, pretty wild. One point eight. They, they weren't meant to get any faster. Everyone thought it would never be beaten because they changed the regulations of pit stops, and now it's been beaten to one point eight. So I wonder how low it could go. I wonder if someone could get to like one set. I watched it. How back, low mate, can you go? I can get pretty low. But I watched it back and it's ridiculous how quick it is. Mm. It's at, you watch, they have to take a wheel off. So it's, the, the synchronization in that is, is absolutely wild. So McLaren, not only are you killing it with your drivers, but quite clearly everyone in the garage and the team is coming together as well. So that is exciting for next year. I feel like when they start doing well, if a team starts doing well, then you just keep getting better and better everyone because feels you're it. like you're riding on a high. Yeah, yeah, everyone feels it. And 
To be honest, one of my favorite things about this whole trip was the fact that all the other influencers on the trip, everyone knew like different people in different areas, but when we were on the paddock tour with certain people with us, we'd be walking through the paddock with them, but me and you would just be stopping and talking to like loads mm. of people in the paddock. So it basically meant everyone on the tour got an amazing tour because they got to meet so many great people yeah. being with us, which was cool as well. That was probably my, my favourite part of this trip was the people that we met and became friends with. Mm. There was Paul Wallace. Paul, what a legend. Who's like a, you know, a car guy. They're all yeah. car guys, really. Yeah, Archie <laughs> Hamilton. Archie Hamilton. Yeah, time. Seb Delaney, like, unreal guy. The Spanish guys. Yeah, the two French Spanish girls. guys drift. There was loads of amazing people on this trip. Mm. Like, we couldn't name them all one by one, but I'm very much sure throughout the videos and the clips that we'll post online after this, you'll see it. We literally only got back yesterday, and we're now podding first thing in the morning, so... Yeah. Hence the voice. Yeah, touchdown last night, and it's like 10 a.m. right now. Mm. After the Grand Prix, Monday was a free day. So we did. We went to the beach. Jake and Fabs went to the beach together. The beaches in Qatar, right, are nuts. It's pure white sand. You know, they have shacks there. We had a little strawberry... Uh, oh, slushy. Very little nice. little strawberry slushy, which is quite nice. Yeah. But the thing is the water. Like, this is... Oh, yeah. It's like the hottest sea, like the hottest ocean in the world. You go out there. It's is that like a fab water- fact? Uh, it's a fab fact, yeah. Okay, yeah, great. So, which means it might not be true. But the water is just like stepping into a bath. Mm. It's crazy And because it's salty You can just float So me and Jake Are just like floating there Talking about You know Pit stop stuff Where we wanted to go Fish swimming around us Yeah we went and sat In like the shallow area I get freaked out by fish And I'm sat I'm sat there Chatting to you All of a sudden This thing goes Right by my tush That was time to get out Wasn't it Time to get out If there's a small fish There could definitely be a big fish That's the way you got to think about it Sharks Yeah There is sharks out there Whale sharks Yeah And not a fan of them. Now, Tuesday was arguably one of my most favorite parts of this whole trip. We saw the itinerary when it came through, and I was like, yep, yeah, this is going to be the real deal. Yeah. We got taken out. It was about an hour's drive. We got taken out to the middle of nowhere, to the sand dunes. So, like, you're, you're, you're leaving Doha, and you're taking this motorway out, and then all of a sudden, it gets really rustic, and you're, like, surrounded by sand and that. And then all of a sudden, the cars are just going off-road, like over sand. But they're absolutely hammering it. Because if you stop in one of these cars, it's just going to get stuck in the sand. Yeah, they had to stop, didn't they, and take the air out. Yeah, this guy's like flying at like, I don't know how fast he was going. And I'm in the back of the The car. The steering wheel was just going absolutely crazy of it, trying to keep, yeah. Driving on that sand was was mega to be in the car. And then we get there and we get to go in the buggies. Jake and Fab are driving buggies around these sand dunes. Visit Qatar had set up this amazing, it was called like the Al Mahar like- Outpost. Outpost. Yeah. And it was put on with the Geneva Motor Show as well. Yeah, so they hosted us and like everyone else there. They had tables set up, there was food, there was like cars set up, and you know, there was like a crazy light show with like people spinning fire and stuff like that. But we got to, we, there was a choice. You could either do like June bashing, which is like when you go in an off-road car and they kind of take you. Which looked amazing seeing the people come down, to be fair. They were coming down the, the dunes and their cars were literally like tilted sideways coming down. And I, I did think I would love to do that, but the buggies. The buggies were just awesome because you get to drive them yourself. We kind of figured out that if we stay at the back of the pack, then you can kind of leave a little bit of a gap and kind of razz it. So we did absolutely razz it in these cars, overtaking people. We're just, oh, wow. Yeah, it was really, really mega experience to drive them buggies. Nearly rolled it a couple times. Had a helmet on, though, so it would have been fine. Yep, helmet marker. Helmet marker. 
Um, so that was amazing. And then, yeah, like I say, amazing food. And it was nice to actually sit down and have a chance to actually talk to some of the people on our trip because, you know, you're, you're constantly making content and everything. So everything's like really fast moving. But to sit down and have some food and talk to like the lads and the people that we were with, it was really nice. So about a massage? I had a massage. Me and Seb went for a massage. It was two at a time. And like there was like thumping like Euro techno music playing. So, you know, when you're having a massage, you're trying to relax. Yeah. And there was just like thumping music. Plus getting a massage next to someone else you've only just met like a couple of days ago is kind of a weird thing. But it was kind of cute. So that was by far, like, one of my favorite days on the trip. But then it wasn't over there either. We got back super late, had some dinner, went straight to bed. Because on Wednesday, we had the opportunity to do something which I've never... I think you've done it before. Mm-hmm. I've but never, never done like it before. this. Never like this. Yeah, without a doubt, Tuesday was incredible. Would recommend to anyone. If you ever go to Qatar, go to the outpost. Go and do the June buggies or something like that because it's an incredible experience. But Wednesday, we did jet skiing. Now, normally you think of jet skiing, you think, you know, 15 minutes in a tiny little area and it's going to be great, but you might think, oh, that was over quick. We were out in the middle of the ocean on these jet skis for an hour. It was absolutely wild. You've got like 20 of us just flying around on these, on these jet skis, a massive, massive area to go around. You could literally go all the way around the sea, look at all the different skylines, and the sun was just coming down as well, so it looked amazing. Were you scared of the ocean? I was petrified of the ocean, but once I was flying on that jet ski, I knew it wasn't coming off, so I was fine. I, I had no fear. I did it go pretty quick. I'm quite scared of the ocean. If you guys haven't heard about it before, because I seem to think that I'm, that's the way that I go. It's like mm. plane crash into the ocean, wherever. But <laughs> this was like Brutal. there was no sharks around, as far as I know. Mate, you didn't see in the water, did you? And I was just hungry for some speed, mate. Got some zero speed. Great waves as well. Yeah, because it wasn't the ocean wasn't like too choppy, so you could really hit the hit the water, you know, and like get a bit of air. There's a few little waves and stuff. It's good fun. It was pretty incredible to be on a trip that wasn't just F1. Like, I know we're an F1 show and I know we saw the F1 and we did all of that. But when you do all of this and you really take in where you are, you come away with such an unbelievable experience. Like, I, I didn't think Qatar would be anything like this at all, really. Like, what did you think before we went? I honestly, I went into it with no preconceived idea in my mm. mind. But for me, the main thing about these trips is like, you know, going to watch the racing is absolutely amazing but I, I know i love watching it on the tv i love going to a race because the atmosphere is unbelievable but for me these trips are just about like meeting people and just like because at the end of the day we want to make amazing content for you guys and we know that we can't just do it on our own no. and like you know we love having guests on the pod and we love collaborating with other people and i just want to meet so many people so that we can make amazing videos with people that you guys probably already know if you're into the car scene you're into the f1 scene you probably know all of these people yeah so for me like meeting the guys meeting the girls like they're they're great people on the whole and i just want to share these experiences and film it all so that you guys get to see it yeah we planned a couple of podcasts with people that are on the trip which i think you guys are gonna absolutely love we started speaking about some exclusive stories with them all oh yeah and we were like oh my god you have to come on the pod so I'm pretty sure there's going to be some great podcasts coming. But yeah, equally exactly the same. Not just at the F1, but we stayed in the W Hotel. The staff, everyone there was incredible. Yeah, shout out to the W. Yeah, and you have not just the F1. Every single thing we did out there, everyone was amazing. Um, it was a really, really <laughs> special trip. And now we're back in London and it's raining and it's a bit like, ah, uh, 
Uh, Take me back. Don't get me wrong. Like, hands down, the best trip that we've ever been on. The organization, everything that they that Visit Qatar had sorted out for us was just unreal. So thanks to Visit Qatar for that. I was looking forward to coming back to a bit of cooler weather because mm. I sweated nonstop for seven days straight. It was very hot, but that didn't take away from the fact that it was just an unbelievable trip. Happy to be home, uh, but just happy to go back. Like, I want to go back to Qatar now. Yeah, next year. I want to go back for it for next year. Yeah, we'll definitely go back next year. Um, it was awesome. But yeah, we rounded off the trip with, you know, a final farewell dinner with some of the gang. Uh, and then, like, saw a few of the lads, got a nice little photo at the end of all of us together. It's a shame because some of the lads that we met, like Paul and like Archie, they left early because they had other stuff that they were working on. Yeah. You know, Paul was going to, like, Norway or something like that to shoot mm-hmm. something with some cars. So. Everyone was doing some pretty cool stuff. There were some unbelievably talented people from editors to photographers to videographers. And we're learning from these people because, like, the way they were filming the sand buggies and dunes and everyone has different camera setups. And oh. unless you're there and you watch other creators film stuff you don't really know like how people do things like, we, they were helping us with our cameras and everything some of the people that we met were just like they are truly like top tier at what they do like mm. the editing that they do it it makes us look like absolute rookies yeah like they're so i do i edit like one of our like youtube videos and i think that's pucker yeah but that's they, they unreal. what we do is pretty cool they liked our show people yeah. like the fact we do it from home yeah. That is cool. Yeah, the fact we can cool. produce that show from home. But no, as, as a whole roundup, like Fab said, to everyone at Visit Guitar, to Katie, to Hannah, everyone else that looked after Angela, us. Angela, of course. Yeah, to everyone, and to Angela's children, hello. Hello, you know, Angela's children. To everyone that made this trip amazing, thank you so much. And for those of you that listen to the podcast, watch the clips, watch the YouTube shorts, watch the TikToks. You've been on quite a journey with us now, where we went to our first ever race in Imola, and I know that was like oh my god we're going to Imola and then we end up on Sky Sports and it's like oh my god they're on Sky Sports and now here we are going to Qatar for a week meeting some unbelievable creators having an amazing experience and none of that would be possible without any of you so thank you very much for listening to everything we do and watching there's many many great guests coming and it's exciting for Austin now ahead of Austin it looks like it's going to be pretty mega yeah, what are your? Uh, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think McLaren could maybe even get a, a feature race win? Well, I mean, we'll obviously have our Thursday episode for predictions, so I have quite a bit of time to study. <laughs> what are you going to study? I'm going to actually like study everything and figure. Well, I don't know what I'm going to study. You're going to read the F1 handbook. I. Uh, the thing is, no matter how good. Well, let's put it this way: Oscar got pole in qualifying for the sprint, which shows over one lap. He is one of the quickest drivers. Mm. But in a race, Max will just get so far ahead. So we know that Oscar, over one lap, is quick enough to beat Max. So if they can just get that car a bit quicker... That's so interesting, isn't it? Maybe Oscar could beat Max week Mm. in, week... I, I hands down say it now. I've said it to everyone all week. I think Oscar Piastri is going to be the next world champion. I think after, after Max, yeah. Ne- oh, oh, for sure. I thought you meant next year. No, yeah. not next year, but after Max, I think he's the next one. He's definitely got it in him. And it's pretty crazy to say that about a rookie. Like, it sounds mad to say that about a rookie, but you've got to look at what he's doing Like in comparison to Lando, who's also one of the best drivers in the grid. And I do think Lando could be a world champion as well. He'll definitely get wins. 100%. These young lads have got the potential to do it. And, but that's why McLaren signed him. You know, there's a reason McLaren wanted to rip him away from Alpine. Mm. And we saw it when he came on our show. You see it with his record. He's got a pretty unbelievable win rate. And now we're starting to see it. So Oscar Piastri, the whole of McLaren. 
congrats. I think it's going to be pretty wild. I'm, I'm, I'm excited next year, for him. Next year is going to be an exciting, exciting season for F1. I can't wait. Mm. And on that note, just to reiterate what Jake said, thanks to everyone who had us out there. It was an unbelievable trip. The people that we met, the people who had us, everyone was just, they looked after us so well. So well. Qatar is an amazing place. The people from Qatar, the locals, they're just great people. And I actually, I just can't fault the trip no. at all. So, you know, it was only a year ago, I was digging holes in the ground, laboring, and now I get to go on these amazing trips with my best mate. It's, it's crazy. So... Thank you guys at home for making this happen. Yeah, I'm sure the next pod that we do, we may have a little bit more energy considering we landed yesterday and you can hear it in my voice, but we wanted to get something out. We, we know we missed a couple because we just were out and doing amazing stuff. And also we didn't want to just update after like two days and be like, we've done this, we've done that. It made more sense to come back, sit down, talk through everything and tell you everything we did. But for those listening, I can't believe we met Mark Webber. Mark we Webber. We met Mark Webber. We actually saw him on the first day in the paddock, didn't we? And he like walked past and we were like, should we say hello to Mark? But then we didn't. No, I tried. I tried maybe. He was, he's the kind of bloke where when he's walking through the paddock, like he, he's clearly on a mission. Yeah, because everyone stops him He's for going photo. somewhere. He's got something to do. I was like, Mark. And he just didn't quite catch me. But this time. So I, I felt like this is our second opportunity. I ain't going to let it slip. No, it was... Um, Amazing to meet Mark. Amazing to meet Mark. Because without Mark and Anne, we never would have got Oscar. And, and the fact that we know Mark and Anne approved the Oscar episode is also really cool. And I did drop it in there right at the end of our conversation. Said, Mark, we will have to get Oscar back. You know, once he finishes this season. And I think he sort of said, yeah, 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 maybe. Yeah, the yeah. Oscar episode's picking up a couple of views now, isn't it? On so YouTube. People are finding it. Let's see what happens. Maybe there'll be a number two for Piastri. Yeah, if you've never seen the episode with Oscar, head on to our YouTube at Pit Stop. Watch that great episode. He was the first ever guest on the Pit Stop Fastest Lap. But we did also meet a lot of people this weekend that we think are going to come on the show for either the go-kart lap or the sim lap. Oh, it was a wild weekend. It was a wild weekend. I'm glad we're home for the only reason that we can edit everything now and show you guys what we got up to. We have so many videos from the buggies and everything like that. But yeah, I'm looking forward to Austin now. I'm really looking forward to Austin. Yep, can't wait to sit down, order a little Mackie D's. Mm -hmm. Actually, it's a late race, isn't it? It would be, be nice to watch one at home and like take everything in again. Yeah. You know, because it's a completely different experience when you're there. Yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be good fun. I can't wait. Like, then, I had no idea when we were there whether it was Hamilton or Russell's fault with that crash and then Hamilton apologized and I was thinking, oh. I'm just looking forward to Vegas, mate. I think Vegas is going to be... <sighs> Vegas is going to be mad. There's some good races left on the calendar now. And who knows if we're going to be at any more of them. We only found out about this Qatar trip a week before the race. Yeah, so anything is possible. Anything could happen. Oh, mate. Fingers are crossed. Fingers are crossed. Ladies and gents, thanks for listening to Pit Stop once again. We hope you enjoyed this pod. A bit of a different one. It was just like a recap of the, of the, uh, the week. So next episode, we'll be straight back into our usual business, talking about Austin, talking about the race, giving our predictions. So make sure you tune in for that. Yeah, whether you listened or watched, thank you very much. Hope you enjoy all the videos on our socials. Make sure you're following Pit Stop Instagram. We posted a great photo with Mikey Brown. Would love for all you guys to see that as he is now nearly our most viewed episode ever. But what an incredible weekend. Just to round it up, visit Qatar. Thank you so much for having us. Everyone in Qatar, thank you so much for looking out for us, giving us the most unbelievable trip. Everyone we met, can't wait to have you on the pod. Everyone we saw at the F1, it was great to bump into you again. Can't wait to have you on the pod. And yeah, we'll see you guys in our next episode. Rate the podcast five stars, hit the subscribe button. And wow, 
Another amazing trip done and dusted. What a ride. Mark Webber, David Beckham, <laughs> Crofty, Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho, Ronaldinho. Ronaldinho.